Good evening, Philip. Hey, Perry. How are you? Well, I'm okay. Yes, I will. Winding down, winding down the hours. Uh, I hear you. Let finally, can, can you believe it? it's the last day of the year? Uh, yeah, it uh, kind of seems like it was in the, if you're looking in the rearview mirror, it's like, did this all really happen? <laughs> yeah, so. I, it, it's, it's been quite the, quite the year, quite the Quite experience. the roller quite coaster, the isn't it? <laughs> it yeah. has. Um, you know, it, a little surreal, as, as you mentioned. It, yes. I, I don't know. It, it, would they yeah. say it's stranger than fiction? a bit yes you know, yeah fact is stranger than fiction yes and so, boy this has been this has been one one for the books yep and uh well how um i mean i guess it's i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll we'll see if we can end this on a uh on a high note high um, note yeah yes. yeah but uh, i mean i guess to, to start out and i guess to any listeners or you know uh out there I wanted to let you, uh, Perry, and any any listeners know that I actually got this um, to be submitted as a podcast on iTunes. I mean, I guess everything kind of can be put on there, but I finally got around to it. So if you're watching on YouTube uh, or um, I guess YouTube, it's now available on iTunes podcast, which I think is the podcast um place so platform these days yes so i i guess that's that's your your voice perry will now be heard by potentially millions more people so yeah uh, now 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 all <laughs> i need is a mascot to kind of be uh looking into the megaphone like uh, the old rca uh dog oh, uh, yeah, his thing. master's voice that that thing yes yes and did you know his name the dog's name it, it's, there's a it's a good trivia question for you oh no it's it's on i should know to, i I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna be uh kicking myself when when you uh when someone mentions it but no i i can't remember right now off the top of my head well his name was nipper that's right yes oh gosh uh i I, so, I, I am getting a little old perry so <laughs> a little old just just uh, in a few years i'll just a little uh, old a little old's better than old yeah yeah, yeah well so anyway so um you know uh, i guess i wanted to well i mean we we could come off with what we were talking about last time if i recall correctly i think i asked about a favorite I don't project even remember. or or um, most difficult project you worked on but um you know one thing that i think a you know kind of a longer discussion can be made of um i mean it was it's not necessarily about shoes but it's about okay. kind of customer service and and, and all that mm -hmm. which yeah um i i mean i i feel like I don't know. I'm kind of curious on your uh, opinion and and your thoughts on that because I'll I'll tell you what I what I think of you it, and it's it's good which you know it, it's I, I wouldn't you know <laughs> it, don't worry it, it's all good stuff I'm about to say but um it in my experience it, I think I've probably alluded to this in a couple um talks or episodes with you is you know, the, the clothing industry and and kind of the custom bespoke area to to me has it, it's a little uncomfortable you know when you are a customer or whatnot because i guess you, you may have a particular uh, vision or idea that you want and you know you try your best to communicate and, and get it but it's different because they're kind of making the product and it doesn't you know you can't see it or, or touch it until it's kind of made and you spent that 
money on it. And of course, you can always say, well, you know, can you make these changes? And and and, and so many times I've I've done it. It's it's um, been I don't know d- difficult. And, and what, I mean, you know, they're they're always trying to. I always get the feeling that they're trying to, you know, sell you to to get you to pay in the beginning, and then after that, all, all bets are off. It's just, it's just like that. That's I don't know. I'm 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 not speaking for you, obviously, but um, it's it's just kind of an uncomfortable feeling when you don't know what you're really paying for, but you're kind of going on reputation or other people, you know, what other people have said who may have different tastes and or you know like a different relationship with the person, and and you know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a one-off product. So maybe they they just had a bad day or a couple of days and that kind of spiraled out of control and, and then you're you know you ended up with something that maybe is not par for the course for what they normally do and it's just you know there's a whole lot of a whole bunch of reasons it's it's not you know it's a handmade product it's it's not like created on a machine or assembly line but uh, anyway that that's kind of where i'm coming from and, and my experiences and, and maybe other people's um but i want to say with you it, it was a very different experience and what and you know you to me you were kind of a like a a fresh a, a breath of fresh air to for one um i felt like you weren't really like a a salesman i mean you were quite open and honest and it, and to me it's like i got the feeling that um you know you you uh you know it if I had seen you or, or chatted with you without knowing who you were, I, I would never have guessed you. You know, you were, I guess, um, I should make. I mean, to, to me, you're more like a. I mean, this in a good way, like a, like a. I don't know, kind of like average Joe with kind of good good taste. Maybe I, it, it's it's hard to say because I guess there's some people that just seem like used car salesmen, you know, and and mm. and just you know, you can already tell something's off that they're trying to tell you sell you something, and they're just saying everything that you want to hear, and, and you just want to like, this sounds too good to be true. And with you, I I felt you know there was there was more realism and and uh, <laughs> behind what you were saying and 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 all that. So it, it was just comfortable speaking with you, and and you're kind of like someone I could have a beer with, uh, where some you know other folks that I've uh, kind of had the experience of trying to buy something and didn't really have that feeling. So uh, I'm not really sure how to summarize everything I just rambled on for, you know, two to three minutes about, but to me, you're, you come across differently. And um, I know it has nothing necessarily to do with shoes, but as a bespoke shoemaker, you kind of, uh, I mean, it's kind of, I, I feel like probably a service is kind of a, a big part of, what you do because your products are custom and, and all that. I, I'm curious if you've ever thought very much about your philosophy of it, or, you know, I mean, you're kind of a one person business. Maybe this is just who you are naturally, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm rambling. Maybe, you, maybe I'll take a, you are rambling and let, let you, um, you know, well, speak. I, I, okay. I, I get, um, I think what you alluded to about the fashion, industry specifically maybe more the clothing part of it the shirts the sport coats trousers etc i think that there's a lot more happening with respect to uh, interpreting say a specific design or a detail or something like that within a particular maker and um i guess maybe there's a lot more that goes on in respect to 
what liberties they may be able to take with respect to fabrics and the weft and the weave and the different things. I'm, I'm not you know, obviously real up on my uh, vocabulary when it comes to those kinds of things, but I think that because uh, garments of and by themselves are much more forgiving than footwear is, uh, footwear you have to be much much more specific and much more exacting actually uh, or you're going to have uh, a, 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 not a good outcome sort of thing like that uh, if you don't have a button or two in the right place on a pair of trousers you can always take them off and resell them in the right place or move them one place or another or perhaps uh, take a I don't know a silhouette or a slope from a jacket and undo the shoulder and maybe move some padding and other things like that. Uh, shoes, you can't do that. You got to get it right pretty much the first time and um, because you can't undo leather the way you can undo fabric. So um, I think generally speaking, and I may be naive about this, but I would think that if somebody has any forethought or knowledge or done any kind of reading and research about bespoke clothing, they pretty much know that they're getting into somewhat of an expensive proposition. And consequently, uh, shoes, I think, tend to be uh, maybe sort of the last piece of the puzzle that goes into place when a guy is doing... Um, doing over his wardrobe, so to speak, or going into a different realm of dressing uh, for success or for his own sense of style. So uh, I don't really have to sell my shoes to people um, simply because, as I said, they pretty much know or should know coming into talking to me or calling me on the phone, emailing, whatever, uh, There's a, that you know this is going to be... Uh, something that's going to set them back a few shekels, as they say. And there's enough information out there on, on various websites and blogs and things of that nature where people can compare. They can think about, well, gee, what's cleverly charging? What's lob charging? What's Gaussian dearly charging for? So they, 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 they know what's involved. So consequently, as I said, I don't really have to sell my product to somebody it's not like somebody's kind of coming in and kicking the tires and uh popping the uh the, the trunk and seeing what cargo space is in there this is uh, something i think that people put a little bit of thought into and say you know i'm ready for that that next level so um so that's kind of how i approach it and again kind of getting back to some of what we may have discussed in a previous edition about uh, you know getting people into something that they actually want and want to wear rather than what I want think they should wear. So um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's a process, as I said, of just kind of sitting down with them, and as I said uh, before, it it really kind of begins with what's going on between your ears. Um, so, um, I mean, I know the, the, the feet are the final, <laughs> you know, the final place uh, where, where everything's going to wind up. But um, so 
I think just, as I said, having enough of a conversation with someone. And I've had conversations with people sometimes two, three, four times before they finally pull the trigger on on actually ordering something or making an appointment for getting feet measured. So I, I think from the standpoint of, of what I do uh, and how I do it, maybe it doesn't differ from some people. Maybe it differs from a lot of other people. But I, I just in general, I think the, the the garment side of it as opposed to the shoe side of it is, is just... It, it, I'd say they're kind of separate but equal, if that makes sense. Uh, okay. They they have their they have their own nuanced aspects to them, but the the approach, I think, for the maker and the client can tend to be a little different with footwear as opposed to clothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, um, to, like a specific example uh, is. But with you, I've tried on the shoes kind of at the at the try on, on stage, and I've, you know, m- mentioned things like, oh, uh, I'm not sure, uh, it, it might be too tight, or can you, you know, can you move the, um, like the the cap down a, a little, or, or you're just maybe a little mm-hmm. aesthetic thing. And at, if I remember correctly, I mean, I, I think I do. I mean, you didn't seem to take offense to, and, and, and you know, you said, oh, oh, yeah, okay, let's, you know, um, you considered it, and actually, a lot of times, you know, you actually made the, the changes, uh, and I was very happy. But I, I would say, sometimes when like the the few times I've had maybe a jacket or, or pants made, I, I mentioned something like that to the tailor, and, and they're like extremely defensive. That no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, well, and like, no, no, and then you just you just be like, okay, <laughs> I, there's not, I can't say anything. He's it, like, I can't. You know, I just there's just nothing more to say because he just completely disagrees, and, and that that's that's the end of the story. And so, um, I mean, I know in the ideal bespoke custom world, um, everyone has the experience I had with you, which you're very understanding. I guess you're not overly. I mean, yes, it's. I mean, to me, like kind of a work of art that you've made, but um, you aren't. You don't feel that the criticism. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you do, but you don't show it. Is is um. I don't know. It, it's not an attack on you or anything. Whereas I, sometimes I felt like, well, it, it was getting to that point with, with, and I mentioned something I want to change or, or whatnot, and they, they just didn't want to do it. So um, I don't know. That, that's just a specific example I, I can think of, which again, I mean, working with you is, it, it's, I don't know, it, it feels, uh, it doesn't different. feel uncomfortable. It feels comfortable, actually. Yeah, well, that's the word. Yeah, it feels comfortable. And well, so, I mean, that's you know, that's what you got to bring to the table. You got to kind of swallow your pride. And I think it's like anything else. You know, somebody puts a lot of hours into putting a garment together and getting it together and getting it, you know, fitting. And then, you know, that they, yeah, that you know, people kind of get, you know, it, it, it brushes up against them in a not so good way, I think, and they kind of get, uh, you know defensive if that's the correct word so or protective of their work whatever and the hours and everything else that's you know, probably thinking what you know what the hell does this person think that you know they know better than i do sort of thing there's ego and there's all kinds of things it's you know you got to leave that stuff at the door it's it's you know you're you're the guys who are paying for what you want and you gotta gotta give them what they want so that's that's the bottom line well, I, I'm just glad that you, 
you don't take it personally. And I mean, you, you take it. I mean, I don't even think uh, like, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I just like the fact that it, it didn't bother and you weren't immediately dismissing everything I was saying. And in, in most cases, actually, I think all of them, you actually made the changes. In some cases, I didn't necessarily say anything. You, you know, you just said, oh, I noticed something was wrong and I, I, I fixed it. And I think one case, you actually just remade it, the entire shoe, which blew, Maybe blew my mind. Remember. And, and, and yeah. so, um, I don't know. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I, I know you had mentioned, I, I mean, I was trying to tie... I mean, I, I guess you have a long history, so I was trying to tie a couple of things together. I was wondering when you had mentioned years ago that you were working in Hollywood, if mm -hmm. working in that shop with, you know, those kind of high profile, pos I mean, I'm just guess stereotyping Hollywood people, yeah. picky clients, if that experience and, um, I don't know, type of work made you very sensitive to, you know, understanding like very picky or, or, or you know, demanding customers. I mean, was... Well, yeah, because if you didn't get it right, you got your ass chewed out, basically, by uh, by uh, the guy. And, um, uh, you know, some do it in a, in a professional way. Other people just kind of, you know, have, are very kind of high-strung. So uh, you you, it's, you just got to, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. And it's, uh, you got to, eventually, yeah, it, I'm not saying it didn't bother me way back when and kind of intimidate me and everything, but. Over the years, you know, some people say, you know, I've seen it all, I've heard it all, I've done it all, sort of thing like that. So just, as I said, you take the good with the bad, give them what they want, make them happy, you know, and they'll come back. And, and well, that's the other thing I wanted to say. I, I mean, if I had to guess, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know really the financials of the custom bespoke business. Uh, I imagine repeat customers is kind of like, well, I mean, I think many businesses is kind of what you, um, I don't know, strive for. And I mean, I, I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that the, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. Is that the case with you as well? Like, well, you kind of want those repeat, you know, people. Of course. Back? Yeah. You want, yeah. You want people that are going to, um, you know, come back for a second or a third or a fifth pair or whatever it is. And, um, you know, that's the part of, uh, you know, having a good relationship with a client over years, because once you get through that first and or second pair, more or less, you, you know, you kind of got everything down where it needs to be. Everything's uh, settled. Um, hopefully bones aren't moving or nobody's, uh, you know, dropping a, you know, 50 pound weight on their, on their, tootsie toes or anything like that so consequently is uh you know having everything set in stone much like uh for having a sport coat made you know once your patterns are done and, and everybody sort of kind of gets the idea of uh you know how your posture is how your shoulders are etc things like that uh then you know it's it it, it makes for a much easier transition to the third pair, fourth pair, et cetera. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what everybody, uh, who does this kind of work wants eventually. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, hopefully feet don't really change much like, uh, some people's, uh, stomach girth and things like that. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, once upon a time when you're a, a 34 waist and you know, over the years, you, you, you know, you kind of 
lose track of yourself a little bit like that and you know have to let a garment out but um you know shoes you can't do that you gotta you gotta hopefully as i said the feet you know as i said unless somebody contracts some kind of a you know weird uh situation with their feet and they you know start getting swelling or plantar fasciitis which is uh not so much the hip thing but everybody's uh or um, getting uh getting diagnosed with that uh, not everyone but uh, certainly a lot of people but uh so yeah consequently you you, you like to have a, a a good strong clientele base and, and people that uh you can keep in your rotation for a long time if possible mm-hmm. and, and not to make it sound um too too self-serving a bit i mean at least for me who i've been a customer it's i, mean, I don't know it, it's fun it's a, it's a pleasure i mean yes it's the whole getting a custom bespoke product but it's that uh, that just uh i don't know relief in in dealing with someone who i think you know i really trust I, that um it, it, i mean the thing is i, I mean i'm not particularly experienced in the whole i don't know aspect of life in general i guess <laughs> I'm, I'm i feel like i'm fairly young but you know there's i mean you need to spend money to to buy things yes but it's i don't know to, to me money doesn't necessarily buy what you want i mean sometimes what you want it it i mean i don't know the example is I mean, maybe you need a i don't know a car and the car is to get you from point A to point B and, and that's fine. It, it may do that, but it may come with a bunch of other, you know, headaches. Uh, you know, maybe it's difficult to maintain and, you know, it, I don't know, parts break and, and whatnot. I mean, you, you, there's something that can always happen with a product once you get it or, or when you're in the process of getting it. And there's just a whole bunch of headaches. Um, and I've learned from buying things um, and, Oh, in my experience, money doesn't necessarily give you that peace of mind, and and at least um, when you're getting the whole, like whole shebang, the, the custom for you, built by someone who I don't know really understands you and and, and kind of you're on the same wavelength, that is just a huge relief, and it's not every transaction um, is is like that, and oh, to, I just wanted to add on from the customer's point of view, it's yeah. it's really like. A sigh of relief. I, I mean, I the the one the one bad thing is by by having that experience with you, it's like there's so many other transactions that's just like ah why 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 is there so much I don't know uh, irritating nonsense that kind of goes on in, in the process of it. Why can't it just be smooth and you know, it like I don't know. Well, friction, yeah, I I think I think what I do and what what people in the bespoke field and, and when it comes to clothing yeah it's it's a very uh personal relationship it's you you know you're dealing with parts of the body that uh you know people want to uh, get themselves properly shot or dressed and um hopefully you know as i uh, alluded to earlier you, you know you get past that first second pair to the point where you've got this really good relationship with your customer then it's it's just it just feels good you know you can you pick up the phone talk with them you know how's this how's that going on sometimes you know i've had customers just send me a picture of a shoe you know make me this so and i you know i know to make it 
And uh, oh, I was uh, I was in Florida, and I you know happened to see this guy sitting you know, across on the you know from us. You know, when we were having lunch, and he had this great pair of shoes on. And I took this picture, and I was hoping you could maybe make a pair for me to look like this or whatever. So, and that's just you know you can do that with uh, with a shirt maker, with a suit maker. Uh, I mean, that's that's the joy of of having these kinds of close relationships because. You know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, another person's form and figure and shape and things like that. So it's, 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 it's not just a personal relation. It's almost not necessarily an intimate relationship in, in the pure sense of the word, but it's pretty close to that. So yeah, you get to know all those kind of little nuances and things like that and whatnot. So um, yeah, it's just it's a nice feeling when you can have that kind of clientele in, in your customer rotation. Yeah, I mean, if only I could get everything like that, unfortunately. I don't, well, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, all of us. Yeah, all of us. <laughs> if it was that, uh, if the service was that personal one yeah, for, uh, for, sort of thing. But, you know, it's yeah. like anything else. Some people, boom, they just want to make the sale and get my commission and boom, see you later. You know, don't forget to write sort of thing like that. So, <laughs> yep. All right. So, um, I, Again, I know this is this our ninth, maybe, maybe I think it's our ninth, I think ninth episode. So I, I know I've kind of gone back and forth with um, a lot of topics and, and questions and I apologize. I'm, I'm going, I mean, probably into areas that we, we may have touched on before, uh, but these are just kind of things that popped up in okay. the past uh, two weeks or so where um, since the last chat. And one was um, this, I guess, you know, you see on the internet, okay, people take pictures of their shoes and you always get comments. And then sometimes, you know, you have folks that take pictures of their shoes and um, there's this, I don't know, creasing or, or rolling of leather. And of course, people comment on that, like, oh, does that mean like your shoe doesn't seem to fit? It, it does that or or yada, yada, yada. But I'm kind of curious, um, what does that mean when, uh, does that actually mean, you know, it doesn't fit or, or is something wrong with the leather or... Or, hey, uh, based on what you told me, I can't. I couldn't even begin to diagnose what okay. what it could what it could mean. It, it it could mean a lot of different things. Uh, so I won't even venture to, to even try to put a rhyme or reason to it. Okay, understood. Well, I, one, did, I mean, I, I guess for you, when you make uh, a shoe and the customer wears it. It, that's not something you want to see, right? The creasing. Not particularly. I mean, there. You know, there's there's a certain amount of 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 breaking in, and not all leathers are created equal. Some leathers tend to have a little softer hand than other leathers do. So some things may uh, crease slightly. Some might crease more. Uh, there. You know, there's like anything else. There's a fine line, I guess. Uh, same with a you know padding and a shoulder. It's like you know where do you get to the point where you know you're starting to look like the uh, one of the nutcrackers from uh, you know the uh, the uh, what is it uh, the nutcracker suite I guess. But uh, you, you know but in footwear you have to you really have to see what's happening through the whole walking process and uh, between standing sitting. And, and walking so there are certain aspects of how the foot 
bends and how it splays when it's when you're at, uh, at um, fully standing. Um, what happens when you're sitting? I mean, there's there it's it's a little nuanced, um, but it's not rocket science. So you just have to kind of check and see what's going on and make sure that there's not having uh, anything that's you know tipping inward that's cutting or creating a ridge down onto the the, the toes because it usually it, it, I mean in essence it probably might mean that there's a little too much leather wrapping around the foot that's creating some unnecessary wrinkling and maybe puckering so you know again there's there's some rhyme and reason for some of it but not for all of it good okay and that's fair i guess really yeah i gotta figure out maybe some other format like a you know where we can share pictures or whatnot but totally understood maybe uh that's we we can do i don't know maybe i'll think about that maybe i don't know Get a new idea on this podcast. Yeah, and I can can think back to a time I I made some shoes for this physician in Ohio years ago. And um, he came back east. He was been on a conference somewhere. Anyway, um, made this nice pair of shoes for him. I believe they were a double sole blucher. And as is a pretty common case, I called him up, I don't know when it was, three or four months after uh, I had made them for him. I thought, well, you know, give him time to you know, break him in, walk around, blah, 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 whatever. And he said, boy, I said, if you would have called me a month ago, I would have been probably cursing you up and down, left and right and everything else about these how these shoes fit. But he said, I just you know, kept wearing and kept wearing and gave him time. And he finally said, they're so damn comfortable. He said, I can't thank you enough. So as I said, everybody breaks shoes in at a, at a different pace, at a different level. You know, some people's feet sweat a lot more than others. And sometimes creating that heat and that moisture inside the shoe that helps mellow the leather. So there's, there's lots of rhyme and reason for how things are or are not. And it's it's hard to pinpoint something without actually, you know, seeing it up close and in person. So, not meaning to dodge what you're asking me. I just it, it, it's just a difficult question to put a specific answer to. Completely understand because the moment um, I, I heard you responding, I just thought of you know the, the clothes I've been making and and when I do um, the samples and I see oh it's it's like there's a fold of fabric or there's some slight you know, wrinkling or whatnot. And there's, without mm-hmm. actually seeing it, there's, I mean, even if you see it, there could be multitude of reasons for that. And, and you have to change the pattern in different ways for each of them. And it's, it's crazy. So it was kind of a ridiculous question, but I, I guess, you know, you, you, you answered it quite well, uh, considering the circumstances. So I appreciate it. And that wasn't a great question. Uh, for, forgive me on that one. Uh, but you, you mentioned one thing, which um, I, it triggered, a, 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 I guess, a, a, a thought people that sweat a lot in their shoes. I'm, I'm kind of curious, like you mentioned that. I'm just wondering, is, is there anything uh, those folks can do? Cause I remember when I told my dad, I, I was going to, you know, chat with you. This is in the very way in the beginning. He said, Oh yeah. Ask him if there's, he knows anything about, you know, people with really sweaty feet because he, he feels like he's one of those people and 
he, he it's just very uncomfortable for him to wear shoes because he just sweats a lot apparently and i i mean I don't, this is what he says so um well i i the, the best thing you can do is just you know try to wear some good socks some good like natural fabric socks whether it doesn't matter whether they're silk or cotton or wool or a cotton wool blend you got, obviously got to stay away from synthetic fibers as much as you can but i guess in this i'm not really that up on the sock industry uh, and the making of socks, but I would imagine there's some synthetic stuff in there, maybe to help it stretch over the over the foot and up the leg. But um, that's, uh, I would say, um, the first thing somebody has to take into consideration is trying to get as much natural fabric uh, on their foot. Make sure their shoes don't have inserts in them that are blocking uh, the perspiration from uh, subsiding and uh, being absorbed into the pores of the leather. Uh, shoes today, and even some of the the better brands, designer names we, we all are familiar with, there's a lot of, sometimes there's a lot of synthetic pieces in between say the insole and the outsole for cushioning or whatever and those kinds of uh, synthetic materials they block the dispersion of perspiration so it can build up into uh, I guess if you want to call a sauna uh, but obviously not to that, that degree but uh, and there are some people, it could be medication. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it can be a problem. So the, the healthier feet you're going to have with respect to shoes, and if you're, you find that you just naturally perspire more in, than on your feet than maybe the, you know, the person you know, down the aisle from you in your, your office or wherever, uh, you just you really need to to rethink your choices, as I said, in in footwear and probably your socks as well. Good to know. Well, I think next his next birthday, I suppose I will finally have a gift that he can use, uh, and hopefully gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So socks for dead. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Yes, and and one one the other thing people do. Um, probably unsuspecting because they just don't know any better when it comes to trying to get information. A lot of people uh, perspire and they're just, oh, God, the inside of my foot's all damp. And I mean, then they throw powder inside their shoes, you know, shake like a whatever brand. Uh, and what happens is that powder winds up blocking the pores of, of the leather. So, you know, the, the best thing to do, uh, actually, if you need to um, sort of do some kind of antibacterial or something like that, actually there are some products on the market that try to use um, like chlorophyll-based products. Actually, they always uh, used to say uh, fresh grass cuttings. <laughs> inside your shoes will refresh them and uh, help absorb some of the, the bacteria and the dampness in there, believe it or not. All right. Well, there's a, I guess, Father's Day gift. So A factoid. <laughs> a shoe factoid from from somewhere in the, in the shoe universe. Well, I mean, I would never have known had it not been for, for you, so thank you. 
Um, I, I, I guess this next topic is I don't I don't know how how in depth we're gonna get in here, but I'm I'm just it was just something interesting um, I stumbled upon, which was apparently they they've categorized people's toe shapes into different. Mm-hmm classifications and i mean with your fascination of feet i think you mentioned before i'm kind of curious is this something you know about is it something you consider a little bit i mean yeah i mean the only thing that i i'm more familiar with than anything is uh what they call the greek toe or the morton toe which is that the second toe being longer than all your other toes um i guess somewhere along the line it was a probably uh, something genetic in the, in the Greek culture or whatever that got the uh, the name Greek toe. And um, it's, uh, for some people, it's a problem, specifically me, because I have have it on both of my feet. But uh, it, as far as fitting and, and shape, it, it tends to get a little haphazard because sometimes you have to bump up a half a size uh, on a shoe. But that's the only real... Thing. I mean, I mean, obviously, yes, there are hammer toes um, and uh, different kinds of neuromas that usually occur on the bottom of the feet. But the toes, when they start getting squished and whatnot, uh, yeah, like uh, people who have women seem to suffer from this to some degree more than men because I guess when upon a time when they were working in offices and had to wear the nice uh, shoes to work uh, for whatever you know dress up issues that they may have had that sometimes wearing those pumps for you know an eight uh, eight nine ten hour day whatever uh, along with your commute back and forth um, you know tend to wind up with uh, what they call hammer toes and that creates a big problem. Uh, I've made actually some shoes for some women here locally that have had issues like that and just can't buy shoes off the rack uh, to accommodate that issue. So those are the two, I think, major toe things that, I, that I'm that sort of somewhat versed in. So okay. but beyond that, I can't help you. No, no, no worries. I, I was just interested, and that's the one I know. I saw Greek, and I think Roman was the one where they're all like the same length, which I found interesting because I don't think I've ever seen anyone with with toes like that. But I guess I haven't seen that many toes in my life. So, uh, but anyway, that that's yeah, that's that's, that's a little unusual. Yeah. That the, the Roman is one, but yeah, yeah. The Greek the Greek toe is, is actually I think it's a lot more common than we than we realize. I mean, some people it's a lot more noticeable. Some people it's just barely there. But anyway. Okay. It's it's there nonetheless. Right, and I know we're, we're getting close to the um, I don't know the mark that we normally have um, you know end off on. So I mean, this is kind of a I don't know, more I don't know if philosophical is the right word um, of question, but n- knowing you, I, I I mean you can correct me if I'm I'm wrong here. I I feel like you're a bit of a you know idealist. I mean, I guess you know you you kind of you, you do bespoke custom work and, and you do it to, you know, all hand handmade and you do it with your very exacting standards um, and, and all that. And, and so I, I wonder if you've ever, I don't know, thought about um, where we currently are in terms of how we take care of our feet, how we approach shoes and, 
in in dress and all that. And have you I don't know thought about what? Um, I don't. How do I say? What would make the world better in in terms of you know feet and and shoes and this the sort of work that you do? Um, it, it, I guess I, I'm trying to say it as if if you know if there was some like magic uh, I don't know m machine or, or or person with the resources or and money and the time and they wanted to make a you know this difference in the world in, in terms of feet and shoes and and you know what would you do like what could they possibly do what, what what would you think is something that could be better in in society in terms of shoes get rid of feet? sneakers okay <laughs> trainers so, yeah, that was quick um <laughs> so i guess yeah it's not it's you know it cures some issues especially you know as i said people who have maybe got some foot deformities hard feet to fit blah blah blah, blah. um but it's as I said, and you put your feet in a, a trainer or sneaker, or whatever you want to call it, uh, workout shoes, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's like putting your feet in a bucket of mashed potatoes. Um, yeah, they're soft, they're spongy, they're light. Oh, they're so comfortable. I could walk for miles and anything. But you know, they're generally speaking, they're you're really not getting any support. You're it's it's they're just. You know, I wouldn't say it would, you know, Phil might put a stake in the heart of the American shoemaking scene many moons ago. Uh, I mean, he's obviously built an incredible business. Um, but uh, generally speaking, for feet, uh, you, you know, people need to think about getting back to um, types of footwear that that actually has good stability and allows you to work, walk properly and you, know, you just learn to take care of them properly and, and, and get them repaired when need be. I, I think there's just a lot of things that can occur, but, you know, since most of it has been sh shipped away or just basically shut down, um, you know, we've sort of stuck with what we've got and it seems to be what people gravitate towards because there's, it's you know it's an easy answer, but as far as um, you know, just foot health in general, I, I really think that if you can you can afford and find proper leather shoes with leather bottoms and leather insides, you're be ten times better off than um, any trainer that's being sold or built out there. I don't care what they say. It's got this magic heel cushion and this spring-like bottom and everything else. Um, so, but yeah, as I said, you, you know, there are people that are in dire straits because of bad feet or misshapen feet or whatever the case might be. And, you know, trainers do fit a certain and take care of a certain issue with respect to that kind of thing. But as far as just foot health in general, we need to wear better shoes, period. All right. All right. Men, well, women, children. Well, well, this is the sort of thing I, I was kind of hoping. I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily hoping that from, from this particular question, but I, I like, I don't know. I, I like how you, you, uh, you said that and you said it with, I don't know, so much conviction because it's not something we, we really talked about. And I really didn't know. I, I had no idea um, I don't know. This this is what your 
opinion was. And, but I'm kind of curious. So what? What's um? Okay, so so they don't necessarily provide the uh, foundation or, or structure that your your feet need. Is that kind of the the issue? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of the issue. They're, they're just you know they're they're well some of them are not so inexpensive, but um, they um, you know they they fill a, a need that a lot of people have where they can't afford to go out and buy four $500 pair of shoes, uh, whether it be men, women, children. But, um, I mean, I, I see young people walking around all the time. And of course I'm always looking at feet and legs and things like that. I see a lot of young people, that, uh, um, you know, in their adolescent years that, uh, you know, are going to, are already bow-legged and um, or have pigeon-toed uh, feet and things like that. So those kinds of issues maybe now at their uh, these young years may not be an issue, but later on in life they they could could develop into something a little more serious. But um, yeah, sneakers, trainers, whatever you want to call them, they're as I said, if you want to work out, that's fine. But for other things. Interesting. You know, if you could find good shoes, buy them and okay. buy several pair. <laughs> okay. So, so um, I'm curious for you know, if, I guess for the audience who who may be shocked because they only own sneakers or and whatnot. Um, oh, I guess I'm gonna say a couple things and maybe you can rank. I guess mm-hmm. uh, rank them in or so, like kind of not like bespoke dress shoes, but kind of like your I don't know. What like a very 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 affordable? I'm saying that maybe I should just say cheap um, dress shoe that you can get in. What, what's it? Payless shoes or something? Um, just getting or that's option one. Option two, going to your podiatrist and maybe just getting some, I don't know, like a insole or like a harder insole or like a custom orthotic and putting that in your mm-hmm. sneaker. Um, three, barefoot or, or whatever. What's that? There was that. Um, Barefoot slash Naked. that trendy thing that would like, oh, look like glove um, for your feet well, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's uh, um, zero. Um, I can't think of the name of it myself off the top of my head. Um, I actually worked with a guy to try to develop a shoe similar to what you're describing oh, okay. um, many moons ago, but uh, there's really no market for it. Um, um, so those are the three oh, I'm sorry. No, no, so uh, what are, where do we where are we going with this question? So, I'm so, sorry, I'm, so, I'm sort well, of missing. I, no, no, I, I'm just wondering, like, uh, outside of like social context and you know what you need to wear for work, um, if, if someone has the trainers that you were talking about, cheap, mm-hmm. like uh, the cheap leather, cheap dress shoes, um, mm-hmm. the kind of like glove or barefoot type shoe, or mm-hmm. just getting. Um, like harder insoles or some custom insoles and putting that in their sneaker. Like how would you rank these for um, in, in terms of like the, uh, I don't know how to, like to, in terms of, I don't know, the, the foot structure or, or giving them the, the support that they need. I mean, like someone only has sneakers, but you know, there's these like three other options, which aren't necessarily like as um, you know, the, if the ideal is the, dress shoe like the really nice one but it's not affordable and these three are i don't know somewhat 
more affordable? Where, like, where, where should they go with if these? Are the well, I, I would say if if you had to get a pair of trainers for yourself as a as an everyday shoe, I would buy something that uh, is not too spongy. Um, it's got a decent lacing system that will, you know, keep your foot locked in and that the heel height isn't so exaggerated that um, you kind of feel like you're stepping into a sponge cake, or I guess, because some of those foams that they use on the bottoms of these uh, sneakers and things like that, they're, uh, some of them can be um, literally full of air uh, and consequently, uh, years ago when uh, Nike had that uh, air gel heel thing um, that was supposed to give you all this bounce and everything or softer heel strike and whatnot. Um, it, it's really more of a gimmick than anything else. So just try to dumb it down a little bit and don't go for all these bells and whistles and all, all this, you know, advertising hype about this, that, and everything else. So some of the new generation of, of uh, sneakers, slip-ons, casual shoes, whatever, with some of the uh, nice bottoms like they're doing over in Italy now. There's a, a company I worked with over there a couple, three years ago. They started making some of those kinds of shoes. Uh, and um, they've got, um, you know, they got some nice soles on it. They're really sensible. You know, it's, it's a little firmer material. Some of them are sewn on permanently some of them are just uh, uh adhesive attached with adhesive but anyway so uh, i would say yeah just try to keep it simple you know don't you know don't get too caught up in all the all the hang tags and the this and that and everything else if you can help it and just kind of keep that as your go-to pair of shoes Got it. Well, you know, I guess the problem is when people buy sneakers, it's it, it almost nothing matters other than what it does it look like on the outside. At least that's yeah. that's if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, like, I, I know problem. everybody. So, yeah, everybody wants them wants them all blinged out and this right. and that and everything else. And um, you know, it's it's just part of the social phenomenon of, of you know to look at me, see what I got on, sort of thing like that, and for whatever you know that's probably just never going to go away because people just have that i guess insecurity about um you know what they wear and what right. they're seen in et cetera, et cetera. but um yeah it's uh sneakers for all in tense verbs i mean if, if people as i said knew you know what an air jordan cost to actually make in the box being shipped out of china and what they're sold for, I mean, they're, they're, they're just, you know, they might as well be burning $20 bills, um, the, the, the markup on those things. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, if you can find something that, that fits you well, that, that laces up real well and keeps your foot snug and stable, go for it. Okay. So, so I mean, if, you ha if you had your choice of it, yeah. I mean, leather tops are nice, but... Yeah, they're you know they ratchet up the price obviously and, and whatnot. But uh, anyway, that's that would be that would be I guess the lesser of those evils that Got you it. described. Got it. Okay, so, so essentially, you don't really want something that just feels like marshmallows. You you need something that has some yeah. firmness and and support Correct. to it. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Interesting. I mean, you know, we haven't talked about much about sneakers, and I mean, I mean, I guess that sneaker world, as you probably know, is very, very, very large compared compared to. The, oh, it's, uh, it's it's enormous. I mean, it's just you know the amount of product that's out there on the market. I mean, everybody and their brothers got some type of uh, athlete leisure wear, athletic wear. I, I mean, every time I, I get to look in the copy of the uh, the trade paper uh, that they have for the footwear industry, uh, it, it's just it's, the whole issue is nothing but casual shoes, sneakers, the, the, the this, that, of the, the, you know, some people are, you know, you know, getting branded because they're, they're stars on some social media and this, you know, well, they do, they, they, they develop a sneaker line in association with such and such group. And yeah, so they're, they're just everywhere. They're, and I don't think they're going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, I don't know, have, have you ever considered, uh, creating them in, in any way? I mean, I know it's very no. different. No. Okay. <laughs> That's a, that was a quick answer. In a word? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, okay, okay. So, I, I mean, <laughs> um, is it, well, there's, so there's, is there really no way that they, they can be, I don't know, as um, functional as address you when you know you're not partaking in like athletic type of contest there's, there's i mean everything well, that I you mean, would want is is already in the dress shoe is that what you're saying like or, or um, well it could be it could be done i mean certain i mean i you know it harkens back to that guy uh who started that brand i can't remember he's an italian no, 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 I thought he was might be an architect or an engineer. I can't remember his name. Uh, the, the brand Geox. I don't know if you're familiar with it. They're, they used to have a store up on Madison. I don't want to say in the high 50s, maybe. Um, anyway, but um, he actually had a, a good idea where he kind of gave that sporting look, or the, you know, like this old style bowling shoe type thing where they or the uh, like the boxers training shoes where the lacing went down real far into the toe area of the shoe. And, um, but he built it with good materials and good stability uh, and whatnot. So he gave people a lot of oomph for their buck. I don't actually even know what, I know the shoes weren't, weren't inexpensive, but as a, as a brand, as a as a piece of footwear, it it got you close to having a little more dressier look than a, just a regular sneaker, or like a, a I don't know a Sperry or a Keds or something like that. But it, it it had it had some good internal structure to it and um, worked well for a while. I don't know where that brand is today. I, I, but that sort of comes to mind. So it it could be done, but it, it, it's going to come at a cost. And, and again, you start to buck up against these inexpensive brands that some of these, and not so much dollar stores, but some of these discount high volume shoe shops, uh, you know, around the country carry, you know, you can get a pair of sneakers for $30. So, um, 
I can't see somebody all of a sudden say, oh, you know what, I'm going to bump up to 350 here on this pair of nice-looking blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, uh, well, you just got to get yeah, some celebrities see. to wear them, you know, and, and put them on Instagram. That's, well, yeah. That's how it's done yeah. But, but okay, yeah. and, and so... Um, uh, the, the well, I'm I'm googling them now. I guess they still somewhat exist. I, um, but you know maybe they've been bought out and now they're owned by some big conglomerate. And it it could different. be. I mean, I, it, I don't really know. It, it, yeah, I mean that this 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 volume shoe market is a, such a fast paced market. It, it's, it almost seems like it changes every two weeks uh, as far as like who's on top, who's rising, who's fading into the sunset it's it's just ever evolving it seems like it's kind of head spinning in a way right and and, i mean i guess i think you've mentioned it before but the the foot is a very complex like organ and i guess it requires a lot of care and and whatnot you can't just you know survive on its own i mean i mean if i guess if it could we'd all be walking around barefoot and all that but it's a pretty sensitive you know uh, organ. Yeah, I guess yeah requires... a lot of lots, tiny it's... bones in there. Right. So, so I guess, yeah, I mean, akin to maybe brushing your teeth and you know washing your hands and your hair and all that, um, mm-hmm. you, you have to uh, wearing the right shoes and and providing that support and structure is something that is uh, need, needs to be done. Not just would be nice to do. It really needs to be done. Otherwise, bad things happen. It, I mean. Is that kind of? I mean, I'm, I'm no doctor here, but I guess that, that's that's the kind of sense I'm I'm getting with all these conversations. And I just say, you know, you, you, I'm I'm bringing things that you mentioned in, in previous episodes, but it it I mean, it's kind of like the the a theme that I'm sensing, and just want to make sure I'm getting that correctly. You will. No, you are. I mean, they're let's face it, to, to shoot uh, feet or you know, or anchors to the to the world, and um, if you don't. If your feet aren't treated well, they're going to misbehave at some point. So the sooner you learn to take care of them and wear good shoes, the better off you are. I mean, granted, there are some things like toes and bunions and whatnot that that are genetic uh, that sometimes you just can't do anything about it. Uh, you're born with it. It's in your DNA. Uh, and consequently, it's... Um, not a lost cause, but you just have to be aware of it. So the the, the more you, it's like anything else, you know, the more you take care of you know, your gut, you know, and you eat properly and you eat decent food and, and you know, don't go to all the uh, fast food places and things like that. Uh, it's, you know, our body is, um, is going to tell us sooner or later that something, something's rotten in Denmark and we got to, you know, we got to, fix it so um yeah there's uh there's a lot to be said about uh you know getting your getting your feet firmly planted into some good shoes from as early an age as possible so it's, a, it's an important thing yeah and, and you know it scares me because the older i get the, the more i realize i'm not physically invincible and taking care of my body is is really hard, and there's a million things the doctor says I should do, and of course I don't do them all. Uh, and it's just the the body is just a very expensive, I don't know, piece of equipment to to take care of over yeah. one's lifetime. And yeah. Um, yeah. you know, the feet are I guess are is just 
part of that um, part of the, you know, part of that uh, body that needs to be taken care of. It. Unfortunately, everything you know can't be. I, I mean, uh, like, I'm trying to think of body part that doesn't really need much. Like maybe hands. I don't know, but it, it's. Oh no. <laughs> don't I, tell I, me that. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, I mean, you probably, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I guess you use them a lot, but, <laughs> so, so I don't know, it, it, it just seems that the older I've, I get, the, the more I realize this is just, it, it's like endless uh, laundry list of things I need to do just to take care of myself yeah, and continue. Yeah, and it, ha it happens sometimes so gradually we don't even notice it sometimes until it gets to be almost a little too late. Right. So. That's the thing. I don't know anyone like my parents and my grandparents. I don't know a single one of them who doesn't have an issue with some like physical issue with their body. Like they all have something. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And, and yes. you know, I, I don't know. Is that is that normal? I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. But it's... well, I you know, let's let's face it. We're you know we all have, our clocks are ticking, and uh, you know when we're when we're, you know, pre-teens and teens and we think we're indestructible, we can do anything and, and under the sun and uh, whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's, we just go for it. But, you know, sooner or later, your body starts to tell you little things. You know, maybe you got a little sciatica here. You got a little knee issue there. You got a <laughs> shoulder blade. It's a little, yeah, so it's 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 all of that and then some. So it's it's just on that. That as uh, my grandfather said, the old age, it's a no good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, when, not that we're old, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's going to happen as the, the body starts to slow down and just needs, needs a little TLC. Yeah. Well, fortunately, um, my, my feet haven't really proved to be an issue yet. So, um, I'm, I'm glad for that and glad to, you know, have been, you know, ha to have met you at such a young age and then kind of tender age. The, yes. And gotten into all, all that stuff. So hopefully that'll tide me through, uh, you know, uh, for the rest of my life. We'll, we'll, we shall see, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, there's just so much, but you know, there, there, there is something you can do. I guess that's, that's the other point. There's something you can, well, do there are things you can do and, and, and parents have to be smart about it with their kids and, and, but the but the problem is again it's it's the economics of a lot of these things. I mean you you know you go into some of these these urban areas and stuff like that where you know people are struggling and having problems just putting food on the table. It's like how the hell are they going to get their kids good shoes? It's it's it's, it's just uh, you know when you start talking about the the whole system and I'm not trying to get too political or too out there with with stuff like that. But there's so many other pressing issues that 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 young families and maybe single moms have to deal with and all that other stuff it's uh so you know you you get what you can and and sometimes it's you know going to a, a dollar store or whatever in your neighborhood and you know picking up a an inexpensive pair of um, trainers for your for your child whatever but yeah it's 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 difficult it's uh, as i said uh when you've got uh hundreds of thousands of people with economic issues and in, in, in this country alone let alone other parts of the world but uh, in a place where we can 
we can give them better products if if we can, but uh, not everybody has the has the resources to do all that. So anyway, as I said, try not to get too philosophical or too out there with all of this, but um, it's it's important to treat our children well. Yes, we as you can anyway. I don't know. You made it seem like we should, you know, lobby for some government subsidies and in, into dress shoes, into proper shoes, and, and all that. Well, I, I, I think it's like anything else. It's, it's the, this whole thing of, of, you know, being able to make proper clothing and proper shoes for people that that you know isn't around anymore because all these factories got closed up or shipped away or the, everything went over to the far east because it's cheap labor and everything else it's you know just to you know make these companies uh, and, and their ceos and everything you know piles of money it's 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 kind of obnoxious when you think about it it's, yeah. um but it's just seems to be the way People have gravitated to that that trend and that that the, the way of, of of things. You know, we as I said, uh, I think early on in some of our conversations, we don't make a whole lot of stuff here other than trouble sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we do lots of good things. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not. I'm not saying that this, you know, we're all going to hell in a handbasket or anything like that. It's just that we need to be smart about our future, and children are our future, and. Um, People. All of that. So, yeah, so, and can the people itself make make up the society and then create a better place for all of us? So, right. well, uh, you know, I mean, what if uh, I'm just throwing, I'm just brainstorming ideas because I don't know. That's I, I try to uh, think of crazy solutions, but you know, I mean, I don't know, I, it'd be interesting if, um, well, can can there be like a you know, like a podiatrist? stamp of approval on, on certain shoes like I, don't, I mean i don't know maybe it's not hasn't been scientifically proven what is the best and, and the best for different people may all be different but yeah, you know, I, yeah. Like a, I don't know anything could yeah. that is that i, I don't yeah i don't i don't know that the, the medical community know, and, and that 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 they were really want to like cross that bridge is sort of and okay. saying well you know we 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 well, do the you know because a lot of that stuff is you know when you see some of these people oh, like are quote-unquote medical medical men on on different uh podcasts and stuff like that uh you know pitching this vitamin and that vitamin and how to get rid of this problem in your body it's you know it's it's it, I don't know where it starts crossing the line, and, and so, but you 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 need, you know, once upon a time we had a uh, some better um, people in uh, Washington advocating for the shoe industry, and but a lot of that's gone the way of the dinosaur. So you know, as I said, so you know, yeah. problems problems that need solutions, and. Um, whatnot so it's that's to be determined i guess yes no, certainly and i think you know with all this talk about taking care of our bodies and i don't know the more science and research that's going into it i, I just wonder if at some point i don't know people will i mean there'll, there'll be a way to I don't know, improve kind of the the basic um, uh, the basic i don't know um products that that kind of affect that like yeah chairs I mean, basic and, resources yeah i mean just you know and... give give people something that 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 is you know going to be the right stuff 
and um, and and make it affordable and and you know anyway that's as I said I, I don't know whether that uh, that particular uh, critter has uh, you know you know left the left the planet and uh, and got out of the got out of the cage and never never to be captured again but uh, who knows what's what the future is going to hold but. You know, as long as there's places in the world where there's cheap labor owners and manufacturers and brands, they're going to chase it and find the cheapest way to make it for the best profit that they can. It's, it's, it just seems to be the, uh, the laws of the uh, economics of the, of the garment industry, and I, I include shoes in that as well. So, Yes, it's tough. I, I you know trying to get into it myself i just wonder like you know there's so many things i, I try to do and everyone just says, well why are you doing that why don't you just you know like spend as little money and just you know do what everyone else is like but mm-hmm. i don't know for me if if i were to do that like what, what would be the point in joining i mean i guess it'd just be to to make money via selling clothes but i don't know that yeah. i don't know but i guess maybe you just need i don't know i'm maybe i'm out too much of an idealist i'm trying to you know, trying to make a difference, as they say. Yeah, no, so, no, I think we all are trying to make a difference. And I, I think that I'm, I'm not trying to put everybody into the same hat. I mean, I think that there are some companies out there, from what I've heard in conferences and things of that nature, where they're you know trying to be environmentally conscious about the materials and whatnot. But... Again, it's uh, it's yeah, we we've sort of, as I said, gone down this this other path that we've taken and uh, sort of you know cut the umbilical cord to some degree. And uh, I don't I don't know what's what if anything is going to change that uh, trajectory. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, well, well, I'm going to have to wrap it up yep. here, Philip. Understood. Understood. So, it's that's getting. So, so, late, said, but... we got uh, we got into a little little, little bit of a heavy uh, a heavy discussion there at the end of the year, and we just hope that uh, everybody has a safe and healthy beginning to the new year and better days ahead. Yep, and and hopefully you know with what we've kind of ended off with, maybe they've got some New Year's resolutions they can you know we can uh, I don't know try, try attempt attempt to um, you know better themselves in the, in the new year and better their bodies. So, uh, well, if they ever create a uh, cabinet position for a secretary of footwear, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my hat into the ring. There you go. You heard it here on, on YouTube and, and um, iTunes podcast first. So um, <laughs> it, it's been a, it's been an honor Perry to, to have you here. And uh, thanks. And uh, better, better things, uh, more discussions for the uh, 2021. Yes. We'll, we hope for a better we'll a march new on. beginning. Yep. So, exactly. Well, thank you, Perry. And um, you're welcome, Philip. Thank we you, and uh, safe see. evening and out there and, uh, and where you are, and uh, to everybody else who might be listening. Yep. All right. Take care. Thank you. Good night. Good night.